1: Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo.
0: Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE.
1: That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code COUPLE.
2: Before I went to World Championships in London, every break that I had, spring break, summer break, I'd move to the Olympic Training Center and, and train.
1: Let see. Before we got our medals, I uh, just After moved to the, the Olympic Training Center. <laughs> I went to London for...
0: And then to train for the next We get Olympics. it. We
1: get it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With
0: Sean and Andrew. A
1: podcast all about couples. And
0: the things they go through. We
1: have been counting down the days for this interview. We have Hunter Woodall and Tara Davis.
0: That's right. They're two legends, two Olympians, and hopefully two new friends. Sean, I'm going to let you introduce Tara, and then I'll introduce Hunter.
1: Tara's a boss, NCAA indoor and outdoor long jump champion, first woman in UT's history to clear 22 feet in the long jump, Wild. American junior record holder in the indoor long jump, one time Olympian in 2020, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, she came in sixth.
0: That's right. And then let me introduce Hunter. So Hunter is a two time Paralympian three-time Paralympic medalist. Uh, he was also at the 2020 Paralympic Games in Tokyo, where he won a bronze, in Rio. In 2016, he won a silver, silver and a bronze. And in 2017, he was a silver medalist at the World Championships. So two very good athletes, to say the least. But also, they are creators themselves. They are YouTube geeks just like us. And we sat down and had a really fun conversation all about their experience as athletes and their experience on the internet and their experience as a couple. So we covered a lot of ground here, um, really enjoyed our time and I learned a bunch. Their attitude and approach to life is just magnetic. That's how I would describe it.
1: It is, we had a blast. We could have talked to them for hours. I am positive you guys are gonna love this as much as we did.
0: And you may be asking yourself, how is Hunter a Paralympian? Well, he was born with a congenital defect in which his fibulas and his lower legs actually never formed. And so he had to get his legs amputated below the knee at 11 months old. So he grew up dip playing different sports um, still, mm-hmm. amazingly. And I just love his story. He like, dominates his sport and does it with style. So big fan of these two. And if you want to find out more about them, we will link their information down below. But without further ado, we bring you Hunter and Tara. Hunter and Tara, what a treat this is. We've been looking forward to this interview for months. So thank you for making it happen.
1: When your names went up on our board that you were booked for the show, I freaked out. I literally <laughs> freaked out. I have been watching you guys since before the Olympics. Like I remember seeing like the first Instagram picture come through of you guys together. And I was like, wait, what? because <laughs> you're you're both being like talked about as like olympic prospects i was like this is this is crazy we have to get them on the show now you're here it's
2: the wildest so. thing i feel really really blessed that we were on on the board of your guys's yeah so. that's insane. Yes. thanks for having us
1: well and we've had to shift it a few times you guys have had to like shift this and i started getting really sad i was like is this gonna happen I know. Yeah, I was really hoping it was going really to happen.
3: I was like, yeah. I'm just going to do it, please.
2: Yeah. Yes. Those are just insane. I mean, I, I think everybody is kind of able to, to, you know, feel the same thing. Like everyone's schedule has just been absolutely insane. And this year has been just moving by.
1: It's like yeah. a yes. catch-up year, finally. <laughs> it really is a catch-up year and people are getting crazy with it, which is, yeah, it's been a lot. Let me just start in the
0: only logical place. Hunter, your hair looks A-plus today, bro. I don't know what you did. I don't know what your routine is, but it works. All right.
2: you want to know what's funny, I actually um, woke up early because I had an early workout and I wore this beanie all day. Uh, So this is my hair post-beanie and I just got back from a massage. And he
3: was about to throw that beanie on. I was like, no, your
4: hair looks Yeah,
1: the hair looks great. The hair looks great. Good
2: to know. Good to know. Uh, A big okay,
1: so we'll start from the beginning and come back, but I have to start here real quick. I will never forget. So something that Andrew and I love is we love that both being athletes, we've kind of gone into the digital creation world. It's a whole new world, but mm-hmm. I will never forget. It was after the Olympics. You guys had come home in the one. Of, I don't remember what video it was, but you guys had posted a video of was it hunter you like dropped a tv off of the back of a truck or oh, yeah yeah yeah
2: like, uh...
1: and which one was it
2: oh, i was just like how how my fiance expects me to answer the phone whenever she calls
1: kind of <laughs> yes. yeah. and i died because one <laughs> it was in a phenomenal video and two i was like oh, they're creators this is amazing <laughs> and it's just been really funny to see and fun to see and watch you guys kind of create your your presence on the social world so congratulations by the way that video was amazing
2: he has all the brains for it. no she doesn't credit herself she's pretty she's pretty smart as well when she's when she's willing to 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 actually do it and and get get her hands dirty in the social world but thank you
3: it's a scary world out there
2: it is there's a lot of eyes there's a lot of eyes a lot of opinions Mm -hmm. and it can be tough to like put something out there, especially if it like comes from a place of like your own creativity, because Mm -hmm. that's like, that's an expression of who you are. And if somebody doesn't like it, it's like, well, that's, that's me. So, you know what I mean?
1: How do you guys deal with that? Because I remember Andrew actually convinced me to do the whole social creation world, um, many years after I retired, but going from athletics where it's almost like a math equation. So if you run fast enough, if you jump far enough, wow black cat
2: Uh, what's his name her name her name's azula Uh, you literally
1: can't even see her on your shirt yeah yeah she's oh no the dogs and the animals are starting to come (laughs) guys. anyways with like gymnastics for me everything was kind of like a math problem where if i i knew by my performance how i should be judged but in the social world, it's a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. People just have yeah. opinions that don't make any sense. Yeah. But it can be really hard for like athletic mentality or how do I say that?
0: And the athlete mentality. There you
1: go. To like digest that. So how have you guys been dealing with that world?
3: Um, I mean, it comes and goes. I mean, some comments still sting, but, you know, like we've learned from it and I've just... Figured that it's just another person behind a computer, just another person on a keyboard. They're like, they don't even know who I am. They're just judging just from a screen or from an Instagram profile. You know, they don't really know who we are, who I am.
2: Yeah, I feel like I've tried to like apply like the athlete mentality to social media, um, and as you guys know, it's like in athletics, like it's very like cause and causation, like there's a very clear line. Like I did these things in practice and it helped me in this way. Like I benefited in this way. Like I needed to change this one thing that I'm doing while I'm running and fix my technique and it's going to lead to faster times X, Y, and Z. And when I create social media content, it's kind of the same thing. Like I'm like testing things, right? Like I make something, I put it out and I say, okay, this performed this way. And this is why I think it performed this way. Right? Like I did this at the beginning of the video, which I really think helped you know, be a good hook to add retention, to like tell the story that I'm trying to tell through content. And I think like through the last, I don't know, four or five years that we've been doing social media stuff, I've, I've started to learn self and figured it out, but kind of things that, you know, make the social media platforms tick and things that work and things that people want to see. And it's like, it's just a learning experience. And it's just about like really being dedicated to what you're doing and in, in my personal opinion, like actually taking it seriously.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. That's good. Tell us how you guys met.
2: Naturally at a track meet. Yeah. Yeah. At a track
3: meet in Idaho. Um, we were
2: 17.
3: Yeah. Um, actually it was on
2: my 18th birthday. Yeah,
3: it was okay. So on his birthday, it was in 2017 and we're like seniors in high school. And um at this track meet, it was an indoor meet, so everything's pretty close together. And like the warm-up is like very small. So while I was warming up, he was warming up at the same time. And I saw him, I was like, ooh, see a fine specimen right there. Um and I just thought he was super cute. Had no idea who he was, what he did. Um, and then he ran and everyone's like, oh, it's his birthday. This is this Hunter Woodhall? Um Uh, saying every accolade he ever owned I was like wow like that's that's crazy but he's fine like dang after he finished his race I was like oh my gosh I have to go up to him and I went up to him and I hugged him and I said I don't know why but I have to hug you and I did and I don't there was no reasoning
2: to add some context to like at the time I'm I wasn't that well known like I'm, I'm just you know a little bit different because i'm like a kid with no legs running track with all these people with legs so it's like a little bit out of the ordinary but tara's like the best athlete in the country like national records like legit everyone knows who she is in the track world like she's hot stuff so i obviously like know who she is very clearly like that's tara davis and she's at the same meet as us and when she said she walked up to me and gave me a hug it wasn't just like randomly she walked onto the track at the meet like after i finished running a 400 walked up on the track and said this i was like first of all i know who this is second of all i don't know why she's hugging me and i just (laughs) ran a quarter mile so i'm like really
1: he's like tired you know
4: he's like okay (laughs) i'm just gonna gonna take a
2: win where i can get it so
1: dang wait what happened after that did you start dating like right away no 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 no. so So.
4: i
2: I was too nervous to talk to her like the rest of the, the meet so I, I, I was like walking around the meet, like on purpose, thinking that maybe I would accidentally stumble, you know, with her and like, we could have a conversation. Um, we talked for like 30 seconds when we were getting our medals for our events and then that was like really it that we had like spoke during the meet. And then I remember after we both went home, she went back to California. I was back in Utah and I had tweeted something. It was like probably nine 30, 10 o'clock, like in the evening. And Tara, like, sent me that message and was, like, something to the effect of, like, you should be in bed. Like, Why are you up so sleeping? late? Yeah. And I was, like, oh, I it's said... on. I was, like, wow. and <laughs> from then, it's just, you know, like, talking, seeing each other at meets. Um, I moved to California that summer, which, which kind of helps. So, we probably talked for six, eight months before we ever started, yeah. like.
1: Okay. Hold up. Back up for a second. You're 18. You moved to California. For Tara? You know, like the Olympic Training Center? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah.
2: that So the year before was the Olympic year, and then the following year was World Championships. So before I went to World Championships in London, every Casual. break that I had, spring break, yeah. summer break, I'd move to the Olympic Training Center and, and train.
1: Let see. Before we got our medals, I uh, just After moved the to the World Olympic Training Center. <laughs> I went to London for... And then to train for the next Olympics. We get Olympics. it. We get it. Everyone knows that finding the perfect T-shirt with, like, Shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop-down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. Tara, was <laughs> yes. this was this
0: like a habit of yours? Did you just walking up to people and giving random hugs or
3: oh absolutely not. No way. <laughs> um, especially not guys at the time. That was probably no. That's a um,
1: power play though. That is a power play.
3: Ah, yeah. Uh, you know, I looked back and I was like, "Wow, you're really confident in yourself." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Okay." And then, um, yeah, once you moved to California, I lived two and a half hours away from San Diego, and so one morning I drove up at six thirty.
2: We planned this, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, like,
3: I don't even know how my parents said yes. Like, I just graduated high school, and. They're like, okay. So at like 6.30 in the morning, I drove all the way to San Diego. And then we spent ended up spending two days together. I know. And like okay. first time ever coming out, ever talking. We trained together at the Chula Vista Center, which was like mm-hmm. so cool. Mm-hmm. And like that was like our first experience of kind of like life together. And it's like shaped everything that we're doing right now. And it's like wow. super cool yeah. to look back on.
0: I can I can like imagine that training session where it's like, oh, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm just doing like some casual, you know, warm up <laughs> runs and you're going all out like freaking. Oh, yeah. Did you guys race each
1: other on the <laughs> yeah. first day? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I uh, yeah, yeah, would have beat him. Everyone embarrass him.
2: And at the time we were like still like friends. Like we hadn't like admitted that we liked each other. Like we it would like joke like, about oh, it. it oh, like, it was clear.
1: It was clear. You both were well aware. Yeah.
3: We never expressed it that like
1: we You didn't drive it. to San Diego to see your friend.
2: Yeah. yeah, but this was also you gotta you gotta know like this is the summer before we're going to college and we're going to college in two separate places. So it was like, Man, this would be a really dumb time to get in a relationship. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know I was it's... like, I'm
3: not going to college
2: with a boyfriend. No way.
0: Wait, so when did you lock it down then? At what point was it friends to we're Was here like a uh,
2: month later yeah uh, about a month later yeah well we had so really you did really it like, before you know, college all the yeah. time yeah,
0: yeah
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait right so now. you guys ended up going to different colleges
2: <laughs> yes yeah we established that early as like we're gonna we're gonna do what's best for ourselves mm-hmm. and then it like if this works out like great like that would be awesome. but let's focus on ourselves and make decisions based on that. so
1: mm-hmm. so walk us through that four year journey basically. You decided to start dating before you got to college, which was not the same one. No. So you guys did long distance for four years.
2: For four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy crap! It was difficult. It was very. We need difficult. to have an
1: entire, like a whole nother podcast with just you yeah. guys about long distance. Right.
3: It's it was rough.
2: And an, and an exclusive that I don't think anybody else knows. Tara actually broke up with me freshman year. Like
4: <laughs> what while. happened?
3: Well, I was just overwhelmed and stressed. And there's just so much going on. And oh,
2: it made us a lot better for it. it
3: like, I, think, I think it's really understandable. Person was hard, you know. But yeah, it definitely made us stronger.
2: Yeah, most definitely. And it was just like so much new stuff. Like we moved from essentially the West Coast to the South. And mm-hmm. it was like cultures different. People are different coaching is different training's different I'm
4: not at
3: home like it's a five-hour flight home yeah Mm -hmm. it's
2: just it's just a lot and it was just like like Tara said like not having your person with you makes like communication really hard it makes like feeling like loved and feeling like you know just like a part of the relationship very difficult especially when you're both student athletes and you have like 30 hours a week of practice and then an extra however many hours you're doing in the semester so it was, it was a lot
0: so tara tell me about your thoughts on the transfer portal because you started at georgia yes and then you left the sec which just yeah. breaks my heart i'm a vandy boy oh and you wow went to texas yeah. okay But you, tra- you transferred in 2019
3: yeah the year yes. before
0: covid and the whole thing switched T- talk to me
3: yeah so i went to university of georgia 2017 to the end of 2018 um, and transferred to university of texas i did not have the time that i wanted or the time i was promised or like mm. everything around what brought me to uga i wasn't feeling the school itself amazing athens amazing love it just the the environment wasn't healthy for me so i i decided what was in my best interest is to like go and my parents had just gotten a divorce so my dad moved back to Texas and my mom was planning on moving back to Texas because um, that's where we I was born and whatnot um, and I was like I want to be closer to home University of Texas was my dream school so like that was a very big push and then um, coach Edric Floriel, who actually recruited me to go to Kentucky, went to university of texas wow. so that was like a huge huge thing and then i was closer yeah. to my parents three hour drive closer to me closer to hunter it was oh, now yeah. eight hours instead yeah. of 13 hours
2: yeah yeah and and the like at georgia you like you should talk about some of the injuries you would oh like, yeah it was ridiculous
3: so i when i got to georgia i started training with them and then i started developing a back problem and like back pain and it was, it was going on for quite some time. And I was going up to them asking like, hey, what's going on with my back? And I'd always get the same answer. Oh, it's just a muscle spasm, or You're just, your back is just super tight. And so they treated it as that. And then I was like, you know, it's getting worse. I think I need something imaging. I was like, I think I need an MRI. And they're like, no, it's just a muscle spasm. Like your back's okay. Dang. As soon as I left Georgia, as soon as I stepped on campus at Texas, I got an MRI and it showed I had two stress fractures in my back. Stop.
0: Dang. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had one of those. Those are not brutal. Nice. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. As soon as I got to Texas in 2019, I had to sit out um, mm-hmm. because my coach blocked me because I was too good of an athlete to compete against his ladies oh man Um, yeah hey no um (laughs) and then i had a back problem and i had stress fractures so i think the sitting out did well for that Mm -hmm. injury but like mentally it was it was hard
0: but you freaking came back and dominated
1: i sure did i like to look back at those times like yeah wait i I sure did i (laughs) I have more questions about that because (laughs) That's all just polit- oh, oh serious. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um that's all just politics and crap because mm-hmm. to have a coach like actively choose to be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're too good. I don't want you to compete with these people." Yeah. What that affects your career drastically. I
3: entire everything. It affects my life, my mental health and my physical. So
1: So how then did you I don't want to say overcome that cuz mm-hmm. it's not like It's not on you to overcome. It's literally just a dumb thing. Someone that's just a dumb person. But how did you get through that? How did you get back like on the racing team and kind of on your track to the Olympics?
3: Yeah, uh, a lot of time, (laughs) a lot of time just being spent just training and not competing. Um, And then when I did go into like my unwell mental health, I had Hunter there to support me and telling me that you're going to, You're going to be there one day. Like, just keep on pushing, keep on trying. Um, And finally, finally, in 2020, I was back. I was ready to go. And our first competition was four days away. And I was at practice training. And I fell and broke my foot.
2: (laughs) No.
1: Oh, my god! It was, like,
2: they had posted something about it when you, like, finally competed after that. And it was, like,
1: it's been, no, it was,
2: like, it was, it was 654
3: yeah, days since I, Tara
2: Davis had competed. Like it was like, in which in the track world is like an eternity. Like mm-hmm. that's like almost two years where it just hadn't competed at all through like being blocked or injuries or, or whatever. And it was just like, that was without a doubt. And this is coming from me. So, I, you know, the, like the hardest 18 months of our lives, like it was, it was challenging.
3: And it was insane. And then, so, yeah. I break my foot and I have to sit out for like six weeks and by that six weeks it was like the second to last track meet of the season and or of the indoor season and um conference that was my first track meet back I it was one race and then the next week later COVID hit and nationals nationals got canceled canceled. and like dog (laughs) There was nothing. How but did, you
0: came back and freaking dominated. <laughs> I, I, did, right. it, I did it. I did it. I did it. Let's go. Okay. okay. Dang. That's legit a crazy story. It is
1: legit. And I have a million more questions. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm sorry. I'm just gonna be like, I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know. Okay, hit it. Um Andrew, we went through a huge phase in our life with Andrew um going out for the NFL. And That took a huge toll on him and his mental health, just like jumping around teams, getting cut, different things like that. And that really affects a relationship Mm -hmm. because it puts a lot of like, to a certain extent, the weight of the relationship on the other person. So like on Hunter and on me to, to try to support him and be his like cheerleading squad, which you did a great job at. Thanks, babe you're just hype man today. Um so as you Hunter <laughs> watching your significant other go through something like that is so hard. It's so emotional. How did you keep her spirits up? And how did that like how did that affect your guys' relationship?
2: Yeah, I wish there was like a, a like a clean answer. There was like <laughs> I just told her you got it and it was all good, but it was like it was hard. Like there was days where It's just like there's nothing you can say to to change the fact that that's the reality that Tara's in. You know, like that's what Tara's dealing with, or in Andrew's case, like that's a real emotion. That's a real thing that he is dealing with, and and the way he's feeling the emotions. You know, they have are very real, and in that time, it it gets even more difficult because it's like I'm not sure what it is I can say to make it any better. You know what I mean? And it's almost like it's just hard to understand. Like, I'm not even there. Like I'm I'm a thousand miles away. So in the same note, it's like, I can tell you that it's going to be okay as much as I want, but it's like, you're the one experiencing it. You're the one in there. So how, how can you trust that? Right? Like, it's not good now. I don't really see where it's going to go. Um, so I would say for the most part, it was like learning to not come up with solutions, not come up with like trying to give options of what can make it better. And really just like Trying to be there to listen and like understand and like just kind of talk through things. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times it was like without a cause. Like we weren't going to find a solution to what she was feeling, but at least she had someone there to like Mm -hmm. talk about it with, who wasn't going to you know judge her or think some some kind of way. And it's like I wasn't perfect throughout the whole process either, but you know I was just kind of let me be the rock, let me be the cheerleading squad, let's get through this together, kind of thing. and it was difficult because, like, I had my own things going on as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm also an athlete. I also have my season. Like, mm-hmm. so it was it was a lot, and it, it affected us heavily. Uh, I would say the other problem is we were broke, like, <laughs> no money. Like, and like going to see each other was very difficult. Like, I couldn't afford a flight. So, a lot of times, like, I would drive from Fayetteville to Georgia on Friday, stay Saturday, and then drive home Sunday, which is like Dang. a 13 hour drive. And it was like the only way we can make it work but Mm -hmm. you know it's like you do some crazy things for love and and the people Mm -hmm. you care about
0: that's love that's love
1: so mirroring what tara's going through what was going like what were your four years of college like as you guys are like going down your paths um i mean i think
2: my experience was really great um on the on the opposite side of tara like getting to a school and not really getting like what she was promised or what she was told like i felt everything that the coaches had said to me and everything that the program was about is like what i got like it you know what what you see is what you get when i came here um and the other thing is like my recruiting process was very different like tara was the best athlete in the country she's going to get to college and score points at a collegiate level like win nationals from as a freshman I was the first double amputee to ever be running fast enough times to get into the division one and not fast enough to like win NCAAs my freshman year. You know, So it's like, I had trouble finding a school who was willing to stick their neck out for me and say like, hey, we believe in you and what you're doing. And we wanna like basically risk a scholarship on you. Um, And so having Arkansas do that was as, as much of a like, hey, we got your back as I needed.
0: And, you know,
2: there was ups and downs, but overall I had, I had a really great college
0: experience. If you are looking for good Mother's Day gifts, then check out AuraFrames because these things were named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things three years in a row. It's guaranteed to make mom smile.
1: It sure is. And I would love one, babe. An aura Frame <laughs> brings you all of your photos and videos together in one gorgeous high resolution display where mom can really enjoy them aka not a group text or a social media platform actually something you can put on your desktop which is beautiful preload any frame with meaningful memories and a special message that will appear as soon as it's set up invite the whole family to add to the frame from anywhere in the world and feel close to everyone at any time
0: we have one in our kitchen and we love it it's fun to load different pictures on there at different phases of life Uh, we'll even change it when we have groups of people over but one of the most popular gifts for major holidays like mother's day Aura frames regularly sell out, so make sure that you don't miss out. Get yours at a discount while it lasts. From now until Mother's Day, listeners can save on the perfect gift and visit auraframes.com.
1: That's A U R A frames.com. Listeners can use code EASTFAM to get up to $20 off while supplies last. Terms and conditions to apply. Every mom on your list will love this gift. It's the picture frame reimagined. Remember, Get it on this link only at auraframes.com forward slash East fam.
0: Let's get back to it.
1: What is the Arkansas pigs, pig, pigs, raise your back. Woo Woo pig.
0: Pig. Pig.
3: When
4: pigs, pig. Pig.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of my teammates actually became the head coach of the gymnastics team there.
2: Yeah. Jordan Weber. Jordan Weber. Yeah. Yeah. Weber. Weber, Weber. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. super sweet. Um, yeah. And super great coach. They've done awesome. We have some friends on the gymnastics team. So
1: mm-hmm. that's Awesome. We're big friends. okay, so four years go by, it's now 2020, 2021,
2: 2021, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Math COVID,
1: <laughs> yeah, COVID has hit, which I even remember watching like the pandemic hit with the Olympics and everything. And that is that is so hard for an athlete, especially a training athlete, competing athlete. The Olympics, the Olympic trials, everything that throws. Mm-hmm. That throws an entire career's worth of planning off. Yeah. So, outside of the personal side, how did you guys navigate your professional careers in still trying to make the games, but setting it back a year or t- yeah. two?
2: One. Um, One.
1: Man, it's tough. <clears throat> I think
2: in our case, the postponement actually was really helpful. Um, 2020. Tara was definitely not in a place where one, she was going to make an Olympic team and two like, she was mentally ready to take that on. Um, So I think in a way it came at a time where we really needed just a second to figure out who we were. And the day after like everything got canceled, we were in New Mexico for nationals, got sent home without competing. That next day we had a meeting with the team and our coaches were like, we don't care where you go. You can't stay here. Like there's nothing for you here. So I packed my bags up that day i drove to austin um and i was planning on staying there like a week we'll see what happens and the whole country shut down everything's done and we ended up spending like what six months
4: mm-hmm.
2: four months something like that a, a pretty long amount of time in austin just like us and nothing to do no responsibilities just it was like the
3: greatest time ever. yeah
2: figuring out who we were and and it was so
3: much fun yeah (laughs) yeah great like I've always had someone telling me what to do or making me go to this place and this place or like I don't know just someone in the back of my head and like no one was telling me to do anything and like for the first three days I was like this is bad I need to do something what's going on what's going on and then I was like oh my gosh I don't have to do anything Mm -hmm. and then like coaches are like no more training like the Olympics are done. And I was like, the Olympics are done. Like what the heck is going on? And once he got there, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great time. Mm. This is going to be a great time.
2: If it forced us to figure out who we were, if we didn't have track, Mm because it was like our whole lives have been track, track, Mm -hmm. track. And it's like, in an instant, it was all taken away. It was
3: all taken away.
2: And then it's like, who are you? Mm -hmm. If you're not Tara Davis the track athlete and who are you if you're not Hunter Woodhall, the you know the track athlete and it's like yeah it was just it was it was a very like enlightening experience for us I think um so what
0: what'd you find out
2: uh
3: I can binge watch Netflix like so quick <laughs> like I can I can just be up I can binge watch two seasons in like literally 24 hours it was just,
0: that's amazing tara
2: we did a lot um i think we
3: we made a lot of videos
2: made a lot of videos so that's kind of where yeah like our social media like got serious we're like man if track goes away tomorrow and we can't run and we can't like make a living running track like we better have a plan b um so we started getting in that and then also like i have a clothing company that Mm -hmm. i started literally that same week that all this happened and i don't think it would be where it is if I hadn't had like six months to just put my head down mm-hmm. and like work on something bit outside of, you know, track. So, the Giant
3: Hoodies took off during that time. Yeah. I, it was is great for Giant Hoodies.
0: I feel like the odd man out here because I got like three once in a generation <laughs> athletes sitting here, and I'm the only one who's not that situation. But like, you're, the in like the NFL. Hunter, you're an, an NFL player. Hunter ran a 46 yeah. second 400. <clears throat> That's hold on. Insane. hold on. Let's do some. Let me let me do this experiment. So we're just going to we're going to take a moment of silence for the duration of time. No, stop it. That Hunter, right. would have, Hunter would have crossed the 400 meter line and I'm still running. Are you, are you ready? Here we go. Hold your breath.
1: Are you going for 46 seconds?
0: No. Oh, Everybody, the
2: difference between our PRs.
0: The difference. Ready?
2: So I finished nine seconds ago at this point. I see, I see what we're doing
4: here. It's
0: still going. And I just crossed the finish line. Wow. Bro, you're already like it up. You're already like doing interviews. You took a phone call, said Mom, this is how I did. Hey. Tara on the like, side I, yeah, Tara. She's <laughs> yeah. like taking a victory. you probably did a victory lap in that time. That's probably. crazy. And then we got Tara and you, just little prodigy kids. It's
1: no. It's, it's just cra- out it's, the wazoo. It's just <laughs> owning our bodies like no other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just fun. But I don't know what I was going with that actually, but
1: um so twenty twenty one comes around, Olympic trials come around. How I wanna ask about Olympic trials, but I wanna go to the Games. Um, how were Olympic trials for you guys? It's like within your relationship, because you're both rooting for each other, did you guys feel pressure to both make it? Were you nervous that like one would and one would not?
3: Oh 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 yeah yeah yeah! The pressure for, to make the Olympic team. Yeah, Heck yeah. once once <laughs> the I don't know, I, once the Olympics started coming around, and then I think Twitter and stuff started saying like, oh, Olympic prodigies are they yeah. gonna try out for the teams and yada yada yada. I was like, oh.
2: yeah, there was like a media thing beforehand of like these two are trying I to okay, do it, and then
3: at nationals at NCAA's, they're talking about me making the team, and I was like, we can't talk about that yet because I haven't made the team. I was like.
2: Mm-hmm. And it was it who, was extra pressure for me because like she's Olympics, I'm Paralympics. The Olympic trials were two weeks before the Paralympic trials. Yeah. So I was at the Olympic trials, watched her make the team, and then it was like one of two, like mm-hmm. you know, fifty like percent there, and it's a hundred percent on me to to finish it. So, um, or wait, was it? Was it, it was me. Opposite. Yeah. Opposite. So I, I made the team, and the hard. Okay. I, like, I was gonna
1: ask who like who technically qualified first, she did. because then the second person that. That would be hard. Yeah. And I feel like it would be hard for you too, Hunter, to watch and be like, oh, God, please make it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's one of those things where it's like, if you don't make it, like, it's kind of weird if I'm excited because I made it. Yeah. It's it's a weird dynamic. Even at so. the
3: meet, I was on the bubble to get into the finals, and I, was, <laughs> I don't know how they were handling that. Yeah, like, she
2: clutched it, though.
3: Third jump, clutched it oh. back.
1: I think that's the iconic picture we've all seen. Of, like, you two hugging on the track Mm -hmm. or like up in the stands, maybe? Yeah, Yeah. I
3: was on the track. He was in the stands, basically.
2: Yeah. 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 That was, that was insane. And, like, man, exhilarating. Like, when I talk about most exciting moments in my life, like, when we, when, when we, like, the third jump was crazy because it was like, we think she's good. But it's like, you have three more jumps with nine world class athletes, like, anything could happen. And then that last jump when she jumped and it, like,
3: solidified solidified it.
2: It was just like, wow, like just the last, it was like, thank God these last two years came to something. Yeah. Like it was worth it. For, and this is why it, mm. it was incredible. Mm. Yeah.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. We've talked to you about BetterHelp before. We've talked to you about mental health before, but May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So let's tell them about BetterHelp.
1: I really wish BetterHelp had been an option during my career because I love the fact that it's available for everyone everywhere. With May being Mental Health Awareness Month, BetterHelp is a great sponsor to come alongside this month to spread awareness.
0: So when you go on BetterHelp, they actually help to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It takes the stress out of trying to find someone to be able to talk to on a professional capacity.
1: They are truly awesome. You can even start communicating in under 48 hours with your matched therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy.
0: Yes, and it's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling. Plus, they have financial aid available, which we're big fans of. So to review, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. So why don't you give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress?
1: A couple things listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash EastFam.
0: Try it out. Use our code EastFam to get 10% off at BetterHelp.com. Let's get back to it.
1: So going from there to the Olympics, since you have Olympics and Paralympics, were you able to be together for the games or were you completely separated?
3: We were separated. Man. We tried so many ins and outs and
2: trying yeah. to pull so many strings. We and called all our favorites. <laughs> oh, no. Nothing. Because
1: didn't COVID protocol not allow for even spectators or spouses or anybody to like stay
4: yeah.
3: No and one. I think... And then and for you're... us, we had to be 48 hours after you've competed out of Tokyo. Like two days later, you got to be gone. Yeah. So I couldn't even Dang. like stay to watch the rest of the track meet that's going on. And I literally had to leave.
2: Opening or closing ceremony. And no, too. I didn't
3: get to go to opening ceremonies because we could only be in Tokyo five days prior to your event. And mine was like in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to leave right after. So
1: and then he how was how was that experience for you guys though? Because it's the big one, the biggest moment of your careers. Yeah, you're experiencing it separately, but mm-hmm. also probably watching each other on TV. How did you have to kind of compartmentalize your performance versus each other's?
2: I think we had such like a, a, an amount of time, like it was two weeks in between the both of them. So I think we had enough time to kind of like. See yeah. it digest what happened and then be like, so we were together a week between the two in, in Arkansas. So I think it was like a time for us to digest like what happened and kind of like just make it real before I left. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a diff another experience on top of it. So I, I don't know. I think, I think, think it, it worked out the reset was well. good. Yeah, yeah. It was a good, good, quick reset. Hmm.
0: Tell us the proposal story. <laughs> congratulations oh, by the way the entire world was waiting yeah. for this by the way
1: thank you sorry i said the entire world was waiting for this oh my gosh we <laughs> all got to know you guys so well yeah. It was kind of like when is this I gonna happen about
2: it every day <laughs> uh no it was, it was really amazing i mean after after the olympics like we had planned to go on a trip we've never been on a vacation um like we travel a lot but it's for track so it kind of feels like work so we're like, man, let's do something for us. And we chose to, to go to Cabo for a week and just like relax and do nothing and just have fun. And I had another exclusive. I had bought the engagement ring in like April, and this is now like September at this point. Oh my gosh. So I'd had this ring for a long time and I just didn't really know the right time to do it. And we planned this Cabo trip and on the last three days we got this like super insane airbnb like it was like a gift to ourselves for like a really great year and it was like right on the beach it was this beautiful home and it was just like in my head i was like man this is perfect like this this is the place to do it uh and the other thing was like we had six days before that to just enjoy the vacation like i didn't want to make the vacation about like my proposal like i wanted us to enjoy it and then that almost be like the nightcap of the of the trip. And so I, I had talked to my agents, A3, and they were making calls. We were trying to figure all this out. We got like people to come to the beach while we were gone, set up this whole like cool like gazebo kind of thing and like the whole nine yards and like somebody to come and take photos and stuff. And then it was just up to me to like get tar out of house for like four plus hours. And the other thing was I have this beautiful ring in my pocket and i'm walking around downtown cabo like with this (laughs) ring sitting in my pocket so i keep like checking i'm stressing i'm sweating and i had to do this for like hours and then we went back to the house and it was like kind of the end of the trip and i was like i got one more surprise for you and tara's like can i go pee first and i'm like this is great this is starting out fantastically uh, I don't know what was going on in your mind at that time.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, I really did have to go pee. It was, I was being fed <laughs> drinks the entire lunch, and there was, like, a teepee like this. <laughs> <laughs> i really said this before. <laughs> so there was a teepee like this. I could see, like, the top of it. Out the window? <laughs>
2: Out the window. Oh, yeah.
3: And as soon as I turned around, I saw it at the corner of my eye, and I was like... And I went to the bathroom and I like was to the bathroom whatever. And I looked in the mirror, and I was like, you're getting
4: engaged. Yes. Uh,
3: <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. It's happening. And then <clears throat> we, I like went down, down the stairs.
4: Yeah.
1: We walked down. Did you maybe. suspect anything before that or like during the trip?
3: No. Well, obviously like we're in Cabo and like a time's come, like we checked everything off of our checklist, like it would be a perfect time to do it, but like by the end of the trip i was like oh it's not grabbing oh well yeah.
0: <laughs> wait so you went into the bathroom to go pee tara and you gave yourself a hype speech or like yeah. it was like a <laughs> looking yourself like a cool runnings moment like I yelling like, at yourself I
3: like, this is cool don't freak out <laughs> I, like, oh,
0: man. I, like,
3: <laughs> and I walked
2: out straight faced <laughs>
0: do you remember Came what you, you remember what you uh said to her when you proposed
2: a whole lot of real just sappy kind of stuff did man. you
3: mm-hmm. i swear he spoke spanish but i could have been dreaming you spoke spanish
2: i'm <laughs> <laughs> some, some in there yeah you
0: winning know? cabo uh,
2: yeah cabo. do you speak uh, spanish yeah. um no it was great though and honestly like the best trip i've ever had in my life yeah like, we had so, so much fun. fun it was a blast so through and through yeah it was great
0: I can't believe you waited for the last day. I could not have done that. I would have had to do it the day we got down to Cabo. Yeah. I you mean, also, it
2: easier. I just, I wanted to keep the, you know, the yeah. purpose of the trip, the trip. So, you know. and
3: Yeah. I basically planned the trip. So <laughs> <laughs> I, it was like, I didn't expect it to be on the trip that I planned, you know, like I was, I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> Big brain moves
1: to say um, andrew also proposed the day after he got the ring because he couldn't hang on to it any longer so i'm yeah. impressed with how long you held on to it that's yeah. what
2: i Well, i'm like a last minute like i'm gonna figure it out right at the end and that's the plan oh. we're gonna go with so i was like this this is the one thing i'm gonna like get ahead of time because i knew that when i like did it it was gonna be like a last minute thing like i was gonna plan it last minute and i know you like can't get an engagement ring like within three days because that's probably how long it would take me to plan and um (laughs) so I knew I had to lock that in luckily my best friend owns a jewelry store too so it it like made the process a little bit more streamlined a little bit easier
1: also I have to ask who is this he's adorable
4: this
2: is Milo we have a whole zoo of of (laughs) friends and family we got a little another puppy down here her name is Winnie
3: uh, she just got groomed today and then was she
2: looks
0: good
4: yeah oh that's yeah milo looks
3: great winnie on the other hand she
2: still looks cute
0: so good. how's engagement is it fun
3: yeah it's so yeah, much it fun so much fun i think what's cooler is that like now we live together and like now we are engaged living together and i think that like brings a cool part of our relationship and a new part of our relationship um there are hard days like
2: yeah, for sure. No other. Yeah.
3: Why did you say it like
2: that? <laughs> just being honest. You know, be yeah. Like, yeah,
3: Which is true. Yeah. Like we don't want to
2: put on the, the front that like everything's happy and jolly. We're perfect. And just <laughs> yeah. Skip around and yeah. blow rainbows every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but no, it's it is really great. It's been super fun living together. Um, just like learning about each other in like mm-hmm. such a more in-depth way, I feel like, because distance you just don't get all of that um and i'm glad we went through distance though because it was the hardest thing ever and it makes this seem a lot easier feel a Mm -hmm. lot easier
1: i was gonna ask that question though so your first four years of your relationship was long distance you guys have lived together for how long now
3: since august
1: how was that transition because you guys are both athletes you're both very competitive very driven And to be an elite athlete, you have to have a very, I don't want to say a selfish mindset, but, like, your career is, like, your body and your training. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And now you're living together.
3: Especially when you live alone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So how did did that transition work for you guys? Was it, like, a big learning curve, trying to figure out how to spend every waking second together?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: COVID really helped.
2: Yeah, the six months of COVID was really helpful for us Mm because we kind of, like, got a you know,
3: a feel of what it would be like to live together. And like, we were stuck in my apartment, like this small apartment for six months, like literally 24 hours of the day we were inside, like no going outside. So um, yeah.
2: And we, the other thing was like, we knew we weren't gonna move into each together until after the Olympics, like Mm -hmm. Olympics was number one priority. We were staying where we were, we weren't changing anything until the games were over. But we had everything planned out. Like, I bought the house that we're in now in March with the intention to move into it together, like, way down the road. So, whenever
3: it was, yeah. I
2: lived here for like seven months with literally a mattress <laughs> and pretty much nothing else, like a couch that I brought from my college house. Like, I lived bare bones and I, I was fine with it. I was a big fan. So, when she moved in, it, it was kind of like, a smoother transition um and she made a real big sacrifice like she left everything in Austin mm-hmm. so we could like start our lives here in Fayetteville which i think was like the biggest decision of like who's going to leave their their current you know life
0: man fayetteville is popping though isn't it
2: <laughs> it's yeah, so is it, it I, so is it's fun it,
0: here i actually like it but yeah fayetteville
2: fayetteville's a groovy little town yeah
0: What are you guys' goals, like, with your relationship together, like, as a family, uh, Olympic-wise, talk to us?
2: Man, we're getting a lot of exclusives here. (laughs) Um, The current plan is to hang up the spikes after 2024. Um, I think that we understand that there's a lot more to life than just the sport, and we kind of thought, like, if we don't have a hard deadline, it's always going to be like, oh, let's see what happens next year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas now it's like, we're done after 2024. Let's like squeeze this lemon as, as much as we can, you know, like, let's get everything we want out of the sport. So when it's over, we don't walk away like, man, I wish I would have done X, Y, and Z.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that's our plan. And then after that, like, just want to focus on, you know, a relationship, being happy, like,
3: traveling a lot
2: traveling yeah just like living our lives like all the things that we didn't get to do because of the athletic sacrifices we've made for the past you know memorable times Mm -hmm. in our lives um and then you know i don't know if we've figured out what we want to do as far as a family and stuff but Mm -hmm. we're kind of taking it as as we go Mm -hmm.
1: when's the wedding october 16th oh really this year Yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah
3: i'm super excited i've been wedding planning um for the past couple of days now I've been kind of putting it off but I'm starting to envision yeah getting some inspiration yes.
2: yeah and with, with like track like we had to do in the off season and October is like our favorite month a beautiful month in Texas so it's like we either had 11 months or 20 months like it was either like two years or one year and so it worked out really well so it's been it's been good
0: well, we just marked our calendars. We're so excited and honored <laughs> to, to join you on that day. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah, we, we will nice.
2: be adding y'all to the list.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, just be wait careful. To, I don't wait, know if you we made the list up. yet. It's, it, like, it's crazy. Uh, you have right, to start yeah. asking people like, I don't know if Aunt Peggy makes the list. We got to take her <laughs> <Yeah>. off. So, <laughs> My <laughs> mom, she said, her list, I
3: was like, who is this? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. It's the parents <laughs> list that get you. Yeah. Yeah. I never even imagined it. I was like, and then oh, you'll do like a... Oh, yeah. And you'll get like a seating chart from them and they'll be like, Oh, my best friend Peggy needs to be sitting at the head table. I'm like, Excuse me? What? <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. So, um, my favorite question to ask. We asked our some of our friends last night these questions. Um, first you have to choose who goes first without knowing the question.
2: Okay. I'll go.
1: Okay, oh,
0: whoa.
2: She usually doesn't do that. That's
1: Damn, Tara
0: just steps up, and makes
1: points. Yeah. Uh what's your favorite thing about Hunter?
3: Uh his personality. He has a great Why? personality. I don't know. He's just always happy and always bubbly. And I, I'm always the one that really feels moody. And like for him, he's just, he's always a light. And it's insane how just like joyful this kid
2: is. It's really sweet. Yeah, you're welcome. Dang. Okay, <laughs> Hunter. On, on our entire relationship for like the first two three years of our relationship you could not get her to say something nice about me like if someone's like what do you love about hunter We'd be like what just couldn't do it <laughs>
3: uh, yeah it was just one of those mental blocks where i
1: just wouldn't i wouldn't express feelings
2: <laughs> no, uh-huh. a, a sappy little
1: sappy little girl okay <laughs> okay hunter what's uh, okay. your favorite thing about tara
2: uh my favorite thing about tara is definitely like her resilience and ability to fight through difficult times like what we've talked about like that that showed me everything that I needed to know to like know that that you know that I love her and she's the one for me is like I saw how difficult it was and and I saw how like challenging that part of her life was and to see how she handled it and then in the end like overcame it it's like I don't know it's insane and I think it's just like if you can be with somebody at their, you know, "quote unquote" rock bottom, and and see them through that. Like I think you learn a lot about a person, and yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy. So it's like I know if we go through some some bad stuff, some rocky spots, like I got a co-pilot who's ready to you know take it on. So I I love that.
4: Thanks.
0: Mm. It's cool. I kind of like uh, how you were describing dealing with the adversity. I feel like there's so many, like, self-help or, like, motivational books where it's like, ah, just freaking think the right way and you can get out of the situation. But sometimes it does help to kind of just be in the moment, like, like feel the pain with yeah. the hope and expectation that it ends. But, yeah. like, you know, you being together and, like, just comforting and being an ear for each other is is uh, a wise way to approach that. So hats off to, to both of you. Um Where does social media play, uh, in the future post
2: 2024? Um, I think like a, a fairly big part. Um, I think ideally we would like to like move away from like the short form content, which is kind of where like, I definitely got my start and kind of like what kickstarted the social media stuff and get more into, like, long-form stuff. So we're really putting a lot of time, energy, and effort into, like, YouTube. Uh, We really have, like, goals to start our own podcast at some point. Um, And things that are, like, a little bit less, like, gritty, like, just little things here and there, and more, like, like big picture, like, really um, just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) More.
1: More. More
2: stuff, yeah. Less quality over quantity i should say because with like the short form it's like post something new every day come up with a creative idea and it's exhausting
4: Mm -hmm. you know
2: whereas like we can make one bad a video every week on youtube that we really love and that really shows like who we are so Yeah. yeah i think more of that
0: who loves social media and the process of creation more between you two
2: this guy yeah. <laughs> yeah same
0: definitely. setup bro i would i freaking love it i love it i will watch videos on all of it all day and sean's yeah. like just tell me
1: tell me, what, you're made tell to me what you want me to do yeah you
0: just,
2: yeah, you just explain this dynamic perfectly like yeah you know, I'm, I'm about it like every everything of everything you just said and even like past like just the creating like i love like the technology i love cameras like i love mm-hmm. all of this stuff and i'm like i'm constantly learning um about more of it and Tara's just like I don't care. Just like, where do I need to go? <laughs> let, oh
0: let me know when you start a podcast, this whole thing. So we just like finished the studio and the whole oh, like, that's uh, so the, sick. the mics with the light. Hold on. Let me see. can great. The, like the lighting oh gosh, and so stuff. Nice. It's, so cool.
1: it's like, bro. It looks great. Ridiculous.
0: It took us, but it's always a learning process. And I feel like yeah. that's what carrying over with the, with the athletic mindset. It's like, there's always something I could improve at. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's freaking, I love it.
2: No, though. I'm the same way. Like I'm yeah. very like, Sean, did
3: you come up with the studio yourself? The
1: idea? Your no. Head? Well, yes and no.
0: The decor, yes. Yeah. The functionality,
1: yeah. no.
3: No, yeah, we well, have, I'm talking about yeah, the decor,
1: yeah. I don't care
0: yes. about the technology. It yes. looks so
2: good. <laughs> thank I you. I'm so
3: proud of you. I'm gonna get some uh, inspiration. Yeah,
4: yes. We have,
2: we have a like a a whole room upstairs just dedicated to convert it into like a studio for ourselves. It's not going so, anywhere right yeah, now. Yeah, we're It's we're,
3: hard.
4: We're
2: it is hard. Block. Well, we're it's not. It's really hard.
4: It's hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. You know what happened recently? What? We almost ran out of athletic greens and I freaked out. But just when I thought there was no hope, a new box showed up on our own. This is comical
1: because I think we have twenty pounds of athletic greens sitting on our dining table. And
0: right we now. go through it.
1: Yes. Yeah. So if you guys are new to the AG1 lifestyle, athletic greens is your how would I say it? All your nutritional gaps and one scoop of a greens powder.
0: That's right, with just one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right.
1: If you guys were to ask what one supplement you should take a day, I would say Athletic Greens.
0: And the reason why is because Athletic Greens supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. a lot of things
1: i love the fact that i can use it every single day and it's so convenient with its travel packs not only is it healthy and convenient it's priced at an amazing rate it's less than three dollars a day
0: that's right right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash EastFam.
1: Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash EastFam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
0: Let's get back to it. Hunter feels like the old... Soul wise man. Tara is like here for a good time type. Uh, Yeah, I
3: gotta
2: be I gotta make him young. I gotta keep him
4: young. (laughs) Boy, this
2: girl, like freshman and sophomore year. Oh my gosh. Like (laughs) she could party. Like she's (laughs) gonna have a good time. And like yeah, I think it's partly where I'm like I I was raised in Utah. Um I'm and I'm not LDS myself, but like a lot of the people that I were around was LDS so there wasn't drinking there wasn't smoking there wasn't parties like if we wanted to have a good time we would like jump in our car and go drive to an abandoned house like that was a good time for us Mm -hmm. in the weekend in high school so like Mm -hmm. when I met Tara and when I came to college I was like this is just
3: my weekends were like the parties I attended in high school were better than the ones I attended in college oh gosh yeah so my it was fun though but I'm glad Talk I got out very it. young.
2: Yeah, junior year came around and you were like, I was like, oh, of it. I was like, I'm Why? ready
3: to stay inside. Yeah. Now I'm more like this party.
0: <laughs> you described that dynamic perfectly for us, where it was like, I I had not had a sip of alcohol, none of like, no, uh, what do you call it? Vices before I met yeah, Sean. Yeah. And then it's like, bro, she, she <laughs> you got, got me. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay.
4: Okay, okay. <laughs> exclusive,
0: exclusive.
1: Yeah. Exclusive. yeah. <laughs> Oh (laughs) last question for you guys. Yeah. Out of like track, college, your dating, your long distance, now engagement. If you were to like pass it on, what's the best piece of advice you would give about relationships?
2: Communication. Yeah, which is like a very broad term. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's so (laughs) true. For me, the big I'll make it specific. The biggest thing that I've learned is like, I feel like it's now like a popular thing to say, but like gaslighting, like the term, which is basically like not validating somebody's feelings. And I think like a lot of times it's easy for you in a relationship to have your partner say something and you base like the value of that statement on how you feel about it or how it would affect you. And then it's like changing that and being like, my partner is not gonna tell me something, is not gonna express something to me that, that isn't an actual feeling that they're experiencing, right? So it's like learning to not only like hear somebody saying something, but taking it very genuinely. Like this is, this is genuinely what they mean, this is how they feel. And like working on things and taking steps to like actually make it better. And, and we're not perfect at it, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like we are like getting better. So that'd be my, that'd be my tip. deep listening. Deep. Yeah, I genuine. like that.
0: Just so you guys can look back on this uh, and laugh. What are your expectations for how marriage will change your relationship?
2: Hmm. Um, I'm putting her name on all the bills. <laughs> <laughs> a lot cheaper for me. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think the bit, actually I do know what I think my expectation is that, um, people outside of our relationship will take us more seriously. Mm-hmm. Like we were dating for four years and people very much treated it as like, oh, you're dating. You're two separate people. You're not like, if that makes sense. It's like almost mm-hmm. like with the anticipation of, of you breaking, breaking up. up. Yeah. yeah. So I and think, like,
3: there's just, oh, well, that's just not going to last. type yeah, of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So now mm. it's like, we are we are coming, we are going to wherever we're going as the woodhalls, like as as a married couple, not as Tar and Hunter individually being somewhere. So yo,
0: <laughs> marriage is the freaking dopest. I it love awesome. it. And Very I'm excited for day. you guys. Also, just honestly, big fans of your approach, uh, how you've overcome your adversities, uh you know, in kind, you've each had such an amazing story and I appreciate you coming on, sharing it with us. Uh, I cannot wait to see you guys crush life and your careers, uh, through 2024 and then also afterwards, which I think will be, uh, even more successful and even bigger. So, um, anyway, honored to meet you and thank you for giving us the time of day. Yeah, thank it
2: was you. Likewise. This is
3: so much fun. Yeah, we had so much fun. I'm the anticipation of this was just I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah. so, so good. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys are taking any new
2: like applications for friends or stuff
4: are you looking for? New-
1: <laughs> oh, if you're on the show, you're a friend we're already. Not, no, we're not. Applications <laughs> oh, okay. are closed. Okay. But,
0: all, right, all right, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have a good one.
4: Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank
3: you.